Greetings and welcome to Disrupt Your Day Season 2, Emerging Business Culture with Petula Sankar Singh. I am the CEO and founder of Vision Ready. Season 2 brings you a powerful lineup of women who dare to be change makers and disrupt your day. Welcome everyone to Disrupt Your Day Season 2 Emerging Businesses, uh, Emerging Cultures, actually. Um, Today we have uh, the beautiful Michelle, uh, who is a powerhouse in the advertising, marketing, PR realm, but has recently kind of took her expertise into that and transferred it into now uh, Michelle, which is an online marketplace for natural products. Um, And she will talk about her journey, being a woman, why she empowers women, as well as um, about her platform. It's, you know, all women having a synergy together. And one of her saying is better together. And I love that. Hi, Michelle. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Excited to have you. So tell us, um, how are things been going? Tell us about your journey from, I, I guess, well, you were in corporate, then you started your own advertising PR type um, situation. And right. now you're into this and you empower women. So March yeah. is our whole series on empowering women. And I love it. I love it. I love it. So yes, so my journey started about 22 years ago, actually. I worked for a couple ad agencies right out of college. And at the age of 26, I decided to start my own full service marketing agency, which is still in existence, Hard Home Marketing Services. Mm -hmm. Um, That was interesting. It was the uh, mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, so women in corporate America was the minority women entrepreneurs were certainly the minority. So it seemed to me at that time. Yes, yes. And then of course, <laughs> which we still are exactly. And you know, at that young age, I, in addition to, I was just super naive, Yeah. you know? So, but I was blessed with a few folks mentoring me and kind of holding my hand, but, yes. but more importantly, um, I've always been a big believer in trusting your gut and trusting the journey. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just rolled with the punches and let things happen as they were supposed to mm-hmm. came across some amazing human beings, you know, in the, throughout my entire professional career still yes. do. Um, but most recently what led me to, launch Michelle. And I guess that's really when I started really dialing in my my passion to really work with women uh, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, women owned brands. Mm -hmm. Um, With Hard Home Marketing Services, I've always worked with globally known CPG companies. Mm -hmm. So your Kraft Heinz, PepsiCo, ConAgra Foods. And that's when I really embraced the women in corporate America who had been there for with these companies for quite some time. So they had a lot to teach me. Mm-hmm. But as I journeyed through my career, I started teaching and mentoring at Cal State Fullerton here in Southern California. And for some reason, I would always kind of 
embrace the, the young ladies who were seniors in college, who were marketing majors, who wanted to be entrepreneurs. Yeah. About seven years ago, I partnered with a colleague of mine who started a sales broker agency. Mm. And that was kind of my pivoting moment away yeah. from corporate CPGs because she she focused on uh, bringing onboarding emerging brands owned by women minorities mm-hmm. that were in that natural organic eco-friendly space okay so that was my first kind of experience to that that world oh my god so in seeing that did you see that there was a challenge for minority women um bringing their products to the market bringing awareness you know was there a fair playing field with you know this is a loaded question but with like with doors being open for the financing you know that whole yeah. equality kind of thing absolutely so when I started working with um, these emerging brands as the marketing arm for the sales broker agency which is navigator sales okay um, I, I quickly became very involved in their their brand building efforts mm-hmm. and I kind of saw two sides to that one was these women had phenomenal stories. Mm -hmm. Their brand stories were very, very intriguing. Mm -hmm. They were never business owners prior to starting these brands, developing these products. So that portion of what I did came into play because they didn't know how to market. They really, some of them didn't know how to sell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it, it wasn't that they didn't want to, but as an entrepreneur, Overall, we get bombarded with wearing so many hats Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it becomes super overwhelming very, very quickly. Yes, it does. So it's so for me, it wasn't just simply marketing and selling their products to retailers. It was more about, okay, let me teach you what I know and let's talk about my experiences and let me kind of show you what you need to do. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a partnership. And I think, you know, amongst us women entrepreneurs, um, a partnership is very, very necessary. It is. -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It's really necessary. But even now with Michelle, and Michelle is indeed um, an e-retailer dedicated to women-owned natural brands. Okay. One of the the biggest um, things that we do is we work, we're better together. We work as a team. So when I onboard a new brand, we are co-marketing one another. We're supporting one another. We're collaborating because we can't do it. We should never do it by ourselves. No. Right. Yes. Yes, I agree. I, I, I feel like that's very powerful because not only is it scary to become an entrepreneur and launch a brand, but then, you know, there's all these questions. How do I get it out into the universe? You know, who will buy it? You know, and you're already coming in to Michelle and having like a group of women yeah. helping you get it, you know, that a whole set of other voices, um, yeah. a whole set of, you know, audience of theirs and within your ecosystem as well. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so 
with so how is it going how is it going for these women how are they feeling you know all that good stuff it's going very well um i can say that when i launched michelle you know i i was watching specific brands that i wanted to have as a part of the michelle community closely mm-hmm. for about six to 12 months yeah and i reached out to them and said this is what i'm doing i mean they were very intrigued and it's interesting because some of them have corporate backgrounds. So some of them, you know, they were in corporate America. They yeah. knew that life. They yeah. didn't like it or they got, you know, they realized that there was more to their journey than just being a part of corporate America, which has its own set of challenges only because I became kind of involved in that culture for, you know, two decades. Yeah. So some of them come with phenomenal marketing backgrounds, sales backgrounds, Mm -hmm. you know, people, uh, skills. So it wasn't a huge leap for them. What was a huge leap as, and you, you kind of said it a couple seconds ago is when you become a business owner and you're wearing all these hats, Mm -hmm. you're also funding the business yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless you've got someone stepping in and saying, here's a a bucket of money, you know, (laughs) give me 51%. I'll give you this bucket of money. We are self-funding these businesses. Yes. 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 How do you feel? Um, if you guys are going through, are you guys going through to getting funding collectively for everyone on the platform or how does that work within your system? We know we haven't gotten that far yet. I think currently, so Michelle launched in June of 2020. Okay. And because it's a marketplace and because I'm super, I'll use the word picky about who is a part of Michelle. And you should be. (laughs) Right. I mean, the natural ingredients boxes need to be checked. You know, packaging needs to be beautiful. The brand story needs to be aligned. Like I've got specific things that we look for. Right. Not to say that those that come to me that aren't immediately onboarded onto Michelle doesn't happen because I kind of see them as well, this is what we can do to help you kind of get there. So there's there's those cases as well. Because again, going back, you've got someone who's never been in this realm before and, you know, they don't know that their packaging needs to have specifics on it or Mm -hmm. anyway, all all of the logistics that that are kind of behind the scenes. Um, So far with Michelle, Mm -hmm. what I've been super focused on is just, collaborating and bringing on, you know, the best natural women owned brands, Yes. Mm-hmm. us doing everything together, mm-hmm. which right now we're hyper-focused on marketing mm-hmm. because the more organic we can be, the better, you know, right. our, our, our ultimate objective is to build this community mm-hmm. where people see us as the holistic lifestyle mm-hmm. go-tos, you know, oh, right, right. And awesome. Yeah. And the fact that we're doing it as women entrepreneurs, I think just makes it even stronger. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so um in working with women entrepreneurs, you know, minority women, um, in on a whole, I mean women are considered minorities, right? Uh mm-hmm. we still are. Um, mm-hmm. what do you see uh, with you know, running your first business, which still has been around for a long time till now, um, running Michelle and dealing, you know, even diving deeper into, um, the community with women, uh, 
what do you think that needs to be done for change so that it's like an equal playing field for women in all areas, you know, even like marketing and, you know, finance, you know, for what you've seen um, throughout your journey? Well, it's interesting. I'm a, I'm a part of an organization called Network of Executive Women Southern California for this, this region. And when I first joined eight years ago, these women women are amazing, Mm -hmm. but there was no men a part of the organization. Right. Fast forward eight years later, men are getting involved. Oh, okay. Men are getting involved. Why? (laughs) Great question. (laughs) Um, For a lot of them, I think that they completely understand and kind of grasp the fact Mm -hmm. that women lead in a different manner than men you know our mindsets are different we're we can multitask all day long with no problems whatsoever yes you know there's just things skill sets that we bring to the table as leaders it makes men say I need to have them in my circle or on my team right but so I use an example with network executive women because eight years ago as I said it was Mm -hmm. truly all women now more men are getting involved and and even though that's more of a networking perspective they see the value but we still have a long way to go yes 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 well you know, women do have a voice <laughs> and they need to we be do. heard. We do indeed. Um, so, and seen in a better way, right? So, so I have a couple of questions for you. Um, okay. So what's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably misunderstand about me. Well, um, I'm a pretty humble person. I'm a very giving person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will stop what I'm doing in a heartbeat to help somebody else, oh, you know, especially if you're in my circle or even outside my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because I've been regimented over the years to kind of be, I'll use the phrase hard ass. <laughs> right. I'm really not. I mean, I can be. <laughs> you can be when you need to be, right? <laughs> right, I can be. But I'm, I'm pretty, I try to be very, very giving and very open-minded. Oh, that's awesome. I think in our roles as CEO and running a company, there's levels that we have to have, right? We have um, to. Right. Especially but- when dealing with narcissistic men. Men. <laughs> Which I found a lot when I, with my CPG corporate America days, more so than I do now, which I still, you know, have them, but even, and even to that point, Mm -hmm. you know, 20 years ago, and I'm not labeling all of them as being narcissists, but I dealt with a lot of men in corporate America and in my Mm -hmm. CPG corporations as clients. Mm -hmm. And they always, I always had the feeling that they felt like, you know, they were a higher authority than, oh, okay. than, than me or even the other women on their team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, but I think it was a learned behavior yeah. where now it, it doesn't seem to be 
so much that. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because in my corporate um, experience, I've experienced the same thing where, well, I think I experienced it on maybe just a more challenging level um being a woman of color um and having like a c-suite role and having like Mm -hmm. an old boys club board (laughs) you know and kind of having to win them over and they don't they not they're not sure how to deal with you because they're just not used to it which is which is shocking in itself um and you know, me being stern, but at the same time, not being labeled as a bitch, right? That's the balance. Yes. That's what I meant earlier by hard ass. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I got you. I knew what you were saying. You know, but you know, and I found it not to be fair for women because the same way a man, like, let's say it's just mimicked and the same way a man would handle a situation he would be pat on the back and saying, yes, that, you know, it was a strong, powerful decision. And then when we do, we kind of have to like ease our way into it. So we, have to, we definitely have to read the room first, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes, 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 yes. I mean, I became like immune to like literally walking into meetings and quickly reading the room and saying, and, and adjusting my personality Mm-hmm. based upon who was sitting in that room yes yes yes. yes. where I don't think that men do that maybe no, they, they, they do it seem that way <laughs> <laughs> so um all right so thank you so the next question sure. I have for you is um what is the failure that you most cherish throughout your professional career the 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 failure that I most cherish mm-hmm. or if you want to look at it like a, a challenge you know that you um as entrepreneurs we're always going to have something shooting us down, yes. but yes. that's how you actually um process it so yes I think well the one that comes to, to mind first mm-hmm. is when you become successful when you feel like okay I built and built and built, and now I can kind of level things out a bit. Mm-hmm. At one point, I, I became super comfortable, and oh, that was no. a huge mistake. Ah, uh, got it. Because got it. you take for granted that everything's going well, mm-hmm. clients are happy, business is good everyone's, you know, on the same playing field, on the same page. And then all of a sudden one day they're not, and it just kind of starts doing this, Mm -hmm. which is when pivoting becomes super important, (laughs) right? Which is another, you know, behavior that, um, again, a lot of women business owners that I've had relationships with, Mm -hmm. when they hit that wall, they somewhat panic. Yeah. To where I did for a short, brief time, mm-hmm. but then it's like, okay, you've got to pivot. Something's got to change. Yeah. You've got to get things back on track. So I would say that was definitely a failure, but, but a learning curve for me, Yeah, uh, you know, about 10 or so years ago. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. And throughout that time, you know, you've been in business for a while for yourself, mm-hmm. Um, like how, what would you tell women as far as having, you know, some resilience, some grit, you know, 
staying positive, just, you know, cause you, you know, you get knocked down a couple of times <laughs> throughout your journey. Like what would your advice be to, you know, minority women or, you know, women of color just, you know, come into their own and they just want to be entrepreneurs, but you know, sometimes the journey can be hard. Absolutely. I think my best advice would be, and I, I kind of live by these words is network, and keep your circle close. Oh, okay. You know, I mentioned network of executive women a couple seconds ago, mm-hmm. and there's lots of networking organizations. That was just the one that I seem to connect with the most. Mm-hmm. But my point being, as women and as minorities, we certainly need to stay connected to those who kind of walk the walk and talk the talk. Yes. Right? I mean, because... I think about my circle and I can pick up the phone right now and call a handful of them who would drop what they're doing to help me Mm -hmm. provide advice, provide assistance, even to say, pat me on the back and say, today's just a bad day. Tomorrow's going to be better. I think that we need that because we get in our own heads so much Mm -hmm. because again, we're, we're by nature, we're we're multitaskers. Mm -hmm. We just like to get things done, yeah. but when we get slammed against a, a, you know, a wall, mm-hmm. we get aggravated and we tend to say, okay, now what will I do or what should I do? Yeah. And I think we, we need to have a support system. We need yeah. that circle of folks that says, this is what you're going to do. Absolutely. I agree with you a thousand percent. I call it, I, I, I call it my tribe. Like I have right. uh, my tribe that you know like you said they drop anything and everything you know if you're, i mean need or you know and it's very very important to have that circle um it doesn't have to be many people you no. know <laughs> and, and even from a resources perspective i think right. that's another important piece of it is that we get to share resources because again mm-hmm. you know my colleagues have different resources than what i have but somehow we can bring them together because we're consistently sharing and collaborating with one another. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. like I always have your community, have your child, whoever that is. Yeah, you have to. You have uh, to. Absolutely. So what, uh, so some of the amazing things coming up for you, um, you will, everyone that has listened to the podcast and follow us will get a 20% off, um, their purchase with the coast disrupt, um, and, um, some other great perks that'll be in the description for Michelle. Uh, definitely follow, um, Michelle and Michelle and these women's journey, support them. Um, it's a great thing to see this happening, the collaboration, the better together, um, as yeah. well as the natural products, you know, cause I primarily use natural products myself. No, so it's been amazing having you. Is there anything you would like to share with the audience before we go? Yeah, there is, you know, for anyone listening, watching, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, please feel free to reach out to me if I can provide any insight, you know, positive, any things to help you get through your day, your week, your month, especially from a business perspective. I 
I love to give free advice. You know, I, I've built my, my career on relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that they're super, super important. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more that we can have, the better. Yes. So I encourage anyone who's thinking about starting a business or owns a business. If I don't have the resources, I'm pretty sure I know somebody who does and I, I can help. So please use the contact us page on michelle.com. Send me an email and I'm happy to jump on the phone or reply and help out. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you on this day Um, and looking forward to, again, following your journey as well as staying in touch. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening and letting us disrupt your day. Make sure and subscribe to our podcast. For the latest entrepreneur buzz, please sign up for our newsletter. The link is in the description. Remember, be the change you want to see in the world. Until next time.